Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. Let's start with the weather because we've, another, we've got another blast of snow coming our way. Yeah, exactly. A week after our last storm, old man winter is getting ready to hit us with another snowy system. Environment Canada has issued a special weather statement for a large swath of southern Ontario, including London, Middlesex. Snow will move into the region early tomorrow morning and last through to the evening. Now, by the time it's all said and done, we could have between 10 and 15 centimeters of accumulation on the ground. Officials say the morning and evening commutes will likely be impacted, so drivers need to use caution, give themselves plenty of extra time if they have to be out on the roads tomorrow. Grocery store CEOs were grilled by MPs yesterday. Yeah, the leaders of Canada's major grocery chains insist that food price inflation is not caused by profit-mongering. The CEOs and presidents of Loblaw, Metro and Empire, which operates chains like Sobeys, Safeway and Freshco, say their margins on food-related profits have remained low. They appeared yesterday before a parliamentary committee that's studying inflated grocery prices that were up 11.4% in January compared to a year ago. Federal politicians, including Finance Minister Christian Freeland and NDP leader Jagmeet Singh have called for the industry to be more transparent about what is driving record high profits. All three grocery chain leaders told members of parliament that food inflation is a global problem. Galen Weston, the billionaire chairman and president of Loblaw, says the company has made bigger profits off of financial services and apparel and pharmacy sales, which he says represents more than half of its business. Health officials in Elgin and Oxford County are asking parents to check their children's vaccinations. Yeah, officials with Southwestern Public Health are asking parents to ensure their children are vaccinated for whooping cough after a report shows the region accounts for almost half of all cases in Ontario. Southwestern Public Health says the region had 82 confirmed cases of pertussis, commonly known as whooping cough, between January 1st of last year and February 28th of this year. That number represents nearly half of the provincial total for that time period. Dr. Nin Tran, Medical Officer of Health for the unit, tells 980CF the large numbers made him concerned for the community's youngest members. Residents who need a vaccination appointment can book one online through the Southwestern Public Health Unit's website. Russia launched another large missile attack in Ukraine this morning. Yeah, Russia has once again unleashed a massive missile barrage on cities across Ukraine, targeting energy infrastructure facilities in its first attack of such a scale in three weeks. Ukrainian officials say residential buildings were hit and at least five people were killed. Russia has been hitting Ukraine with these massive missile attacks since last October. Commentators are speculating Moscow may be saving up ammunition due to the high cost of the grinding war. There is a lot of focus on foreign interference right now, and now we have a warning from our top spies. Yeah, Canada's spy agency is warning that tech innovations adopted by municipalities could be exploited by adversaries such as the Chinese government to harvest sensitive data, target uh, communities and interfere in elections. A new report by the Canadian Security Intelligence Service urges policymakers and the tech industry to consider steps that can be taken to address and ease the emerging security threat before smart city platforms are widely adopted. 
Such systems feature electronically linked devices that gather, analyze, store, and transmit information through centralized platforms. In turn, cities can use AI or artificial intelligence to officially control or uh, efficiently control operations and services, allowing them to change traffic lights at the optimal time, manage energy use, or track the location of publicly rented bicycles. The report says a primary security concern related to smart cities is the the fact that they involve massive data pools that could be exploited to reveal people's uh, behavior patterns. It says these concerns are heightened by the lack of control and visibility over where this data is stored and who has access. Speaking of data, we'll end with TikTok because despite all the recent talks surrounding the platform, it's still very popular. Yeah, new report says TikTok is experiencing the fastest rate of growth among Canadians, but it's also the country's least trusted social media platform. The research from Toronto Metropolitan University shows TikTok tripled its reach with 29% of the country using the app, up from 10% in 2019. However, trust levels in social media platforms declined significantly from 2021, with just 1 in 10 Canadians now having high trust in such apps. Trust in TikTok was particularly low, dropping to replace Facebook as the least trusted organization. When asked to assess the trust they had in various organizations to act in the best interest of the public, the survey's 2,000 respondents ranked TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter as the organizations with the lowest levels of trust. Only one in 10 of the people surveyed last October, before the federal government began banning TikTok from its phones, said they have a high degree of trust in Facebook, TikTok, or Twitter. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. The War of 1812 was triggered when the, when the letters of British spy John Henry were read to U.S. Congress. In 1822, a patent for artificial teeth was granted to Charles Graham of New York City. In 1824, Lower Canada, now Quebec, gave priests authority to provide a school for every 100 families. In 1858, Gustavus Dowes opened the first soda fountain in Lowell, Massachusetts. In 1907, a Hamilton news dealer was fined $30 for selling American newspapers on a Sunday. In 1929, Alberta Premier J.E. Brownlee refused to introduce a law for an eight-hour day, saying it was unfair to farmers. In 1959, Mattel's Barbie doll, created by Ruth Handler, made its public debut at the American International Toy Fair in New York. In 1961, the Soviet Union sent the first dog into space aboard Sputnik. In 1977, Canada and the United States announced a ban on saccharin as a food and drug sweetener after tests showed it caused cancer in laboratory rats. In 1999, Health Canada approved Pfizer's anti-impotence drug Viagra after a two-year safety review. In 2011, the maple leaf tartan was officially named a national symbol. The red, green, and yellow plaid has been around for decades and will be up there with the maple leaf and the uh, coat of arms as national emblems. Also in 2011, the space shuttle Discovery ended its career as the world's most flown spaceship, returning from orbit after a two-week stint at the International Space Station. In 27 years, the shuttle flew 39 missions, over 238 million kilometers, 5,830 orbits of Earth, and spent 365 days in space. In 2018, Martin Shkreli, the pharmaceutical executive dubbed the Pharma Bro, was uh, sentenced to seven years in prison for defrauding investors in two failed hedge funds. On this day in 2020, Canada recorded its first COVID-19 death. B.C. Provincial Health Officer Dr. Bonnie Henry confirmed a man in his 80s with pre-existing conditions 
died at a Lynn Valley Care Centre in North Vancouver. And on this day in 2022, the NHL signed its first Canadian sports betting partnership. It teamed up with the OLG in a multi-year partnership. Happy birthday to Evan, who turns 41. Today, you share birthday with Linda Fiorentino, who turns 65. Juliette Binoche is 59. Oscar Isaac turns 44. Matthew Gray Gubbler is 43. And Brittany Snow is 37.